mindless ringing of the alarm clock early morning, in the cup of bittersweet coffee in your hands, in the hushed voices of the news channel, in the packing and shoving of containers into your lunch bag, in the tying of shoelaces and zipping up of jackets, in the driving and biking and walking to school, in the working, learning, creating and writing, in the eating, enjoying and nourishing, in the packing up, leaving and returning home, in the changing of clothes and the hot showers before bed, in the wrapping of blankets around you before sleep comes, lies a routine. When I was a kid, I would wake up at the same time each day for school, usually half an hour to 40 minutes before I had to leave the house. This would be the designated time to freshen up, get dressed, and eat breakfast before going to school. Then after school, I'd change into my home clothes. These would usually include a ratty old t-shirt I found at the back of my dad's closet and some old shorts from my soccer league days from when I was 12. Then I'd put on a face mask, watch TV, and eat until 4.30pm. Then I'd do my work until dinner. And then after dinner, I'd finish any remaining work, work out, shower, watch YouTube and Netflix, and then sleep finally. This was the case up until I graduated from high school. After that, I had more control over my schedule because I got to choose the timings and the days of my classes. I was very tempted to choose Tuesday to Thursday, no 8 or 9 a.m.s, and have like five-day weekends, but that wasn't the case. I chose a lot of 8 and 9 a.m.s, even though everyone told me not to, and my, my dad was a huge advocate in me sticking to like similar timings each semester and he always encouraged me to take 8 a.m.s because he told me you know if you take 8 a.m.s and you have like a couple classes you could come home by three or four and you have like the same timing you've always had and you have so much time to chill at home and get things done or is even if you want to stay downtown and you know stay on campus and do work like you'll have so much more time because then you won't be waiting around and like you won't have classes when you're tired and i thought that that was really important like choosing classes during times where I knew I could focus and not be tired which is really tricky because energy levels tend to fluctuate depending on how much sleep you get and it's really hard to get consistent sleep when you're working and going to school and doing a million things at once so yeah um, I'd wake up every day relatively the same time to commute and I had mostly eight or nine a.m.s for most of my bachelor's degree so far um, usually I'd, ha I'd have to get up at the crack of dawn to, and then get ready and get on the train. And usually I'd be downtown for 7.30 and my class would start at 8 or I'd be downtown by 8.30 and my class would start at 9. And usually this was when my sisters were waking up and just starting to leave the house to get to school. And I had already left the house for two hours by this point, right? So most days I commuted at the same time or relatively the same time frame. Rode the subway at the same time, came home at the same time. The only day my routine, the only time my routine changed was when I was sick or staying late on campus and not coming home at the same time or like staying home and not going to class if it was canceled or if there's other things going on at home. But to be quite honest with you guys, my mental health got worse over time. I struggled to get out of bed on days I didn't have class. I didn't have the strength to work out regularly, which is something that hit me really hard because in high school, I was really into fitness and I made time for it every single day. I would 
do quick workouts before and after school or before bed and i'd always have like a concrete time every day to work out like no matter what i always had that one hour where i'd work out and not having that time to work out or not having the strength to get out of bed to do that like really bothered me and made me take a deeper look at what was going on with myself so you know one day i got out of bed at 3 p.m and i stared at myself in the mirror the girl staring back had dark circles from oversleeping or undersleeping surprisingly both are the case for me because sometimes i get no sleep sometimes i get like 12 hours of sleep and another two hour nap my sleep is very unpredictable so you can see why i would need to stick to routine right my stomach was growling because i didn't eat at regular intervals which i mean you can probably guess because i got up at 3 p.m so there's no breakfast and a very late lunch and then i wouldn't be hungry enough for dinner so it'd just be a snack and then just like that was not a healthy amount of food to not be eating and my thighs had never looked more untoned and i'm not saying that like you need to be super toned or you need to work out like that's your personal decision your body your choice but for me I was someone who played a lot of sports growing up and I took dance lessons and I worked out pretty regularly so me not having any tone to my thighs or my body in general like really struck a nerve in me. I started to wonder where that fit, motivated and ambitious girl from high school went. I thought maybe I had just become lazy over time but that's not the case. I mean like sometimes I do have moments of laziness I'm not gonna lie but I don't think it was mostly laziness that was holding me back i never realized how much of an impact my mental health had on my mood and motivation it wasn't that i was mostly lazy it was that i was lacking the discipline i had all these years and just having a more stable mood and just not being in the habit of picking myself up anymore instead of getting annoyed remembering the way that my parents would nag me to go to sleep on time i smiled softly appreciating all those years they forced me to stick to a routine and they taught me discipline growing up i hated the bedtime of 9 p.m my mom gave me i hated the way my dad would pull the book i was reading right out of my hands like honestly it was really annoying because that was when there'd be like a cliffhanger going on or i'd figure out like who killed who but he'd make me go to sleep instead of staying up all night to finish my murder mystery novels. I had a really big Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys phase in middle school, so you can just tell that I was very into those novels at the time, and I was not prioritizing sleep. But yeah, the discipline they taught me was so important to staying on top of my goals, and I hadn't realized that until that moment, how much I missed being a kid and having someone to make the decisions for me, because honestly, adulting is very unpredictable and not glamorous and filled with freedom the way that i thought or the way that they show in movies because that i'm i will tell you is not real life it was up to me to discipline my life i sat on my bed iced coffee in hand of course can't start working until i create the illusion of productivity via iced coffee surprisingly i wasn't in a coffee shop because you know how it goes you get iced coffee you go to coffee shop you trick yourself into thinking you're gonna get work done but really you just eat like three slices of cake and then go home and cry about how you didn't get anything done okay maybe that's just me but i don't know but yeah so i sat on my bed and i thought of what was important to me to get done every day or throughout the week and the things i wanted to include in my daily routine included skincare relaxation doing work writing reading tv obviously eating because i love eating commuting and 
just having room to goof around you know like you always need space in your day to just have fun because yes getting your tasks done is very important and staying on top of your game but like you should also be able to have fun and laugh at something because i don't know about you but i want to laugh i love laughing two very different routines on a regular basis in my life like I had a routine when I had classes on a day and I'd had a, a routine when I was at home so my routine when I had classes was I thought long and hard about what time I wanted to wake up my goal was to wake up at 5 a.m every day get some yoga in and have a breakfast before commuting but this was unrealistic because I used to be a morning person, but now I'm a upside down question mark person. Yeah, I don't really know what to tell you guys, but I figured if I have 9 a.m.s most of the time, the best time to wake up was 6 a.m. I'd take the 7 or the 7:15 or the 7:30 train to Toronto usually. Then I figured out that I like sleeping until the last minute. So that would mean that I should probably get everything done the night before. So, I would pack my bag and my lunch and my outfit. Every night that I had a class the next day, I would prep and pack a lunch and put it in the fridge. Sometimes. Okay, well, no lying, every night. I'd also make a breakfast and leave it in the fridge too, so I could just, you know, grab everything and just sit on the train and eat my breakfast and have everything ready to go. I'd pick out my outfit and I'd hang it in the front of the closet. I'd put out my shoes and socks by the door. So then when I'd wake up in the morning I'd grab everything packed, put it in my bag, I'd freshen up, do my thing, put on my outfit, get out the door and onto the train. And then when I was on the train, I would catch up on emails and texts and sometimes do light makeup and eat my breakfast. Then I'd be ready to walk to campus when I reached the station and I'd blast my music on my way to school. Then I'd come home on the earliest train I could after class. I'd change into my comfier, uglier, stole from dad's closet clothes. I'd eat dinner and do some light work like finish writing notes or start an assignment and then I'd work out. Half an hour to an hour depending on how much energy I had because let's be honest, I know that you guys like making jokes about how students who commute make it sound like immigrant parents talking about their journey to school. Although we are a little bit melodramatic when we talk about our commute. It is tiring, you know walking from campus to the station which for me it's a few blocks and then having to sit there for another hour and then another hour on the train and then you get home and it's just it's very time consuming and you do tend to get tired throughout all of that you never realize how much it impacts your energy so after changing into my ugly clothes i'd eat dinner and do some light work like i just said see this is how you know i can't keep track of things So then I'd work out half an hour to an hour depending on how much energy I had cuz honestly it's important to work out when you have the complete energy to work out properly. If I was really tired then I would do yoga for like 20 minutes and stretch before going to sleep cuz you can't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, it's important to stick to your goals, but honestly you need to listen to your body as well, right? So if you're tired, then you might want to cut your workout short and maybe do more of a workout in the morning. And then I'd shower and then I'd chill in my room. I'd reply and text my friends, watch Netflix, write a poem or two if I was feeling fancy, maybe even read a book if I had time. 
and i've read like the subtle art of not giving a fuck a few times chapter by chapter every night and i've also read some poetry books but you know sometimes i was too lazy to do all of that so i would just rewatch um fresh prince of bel-air for the 10th time of my lifetime and then when my routine when i was at home and didn't have any classes it would go a little something like this um I think that waking up at the same time and sleeping at the same time every day is important. So I try to sleep around 11 or 12 and wake up around 6 or 7 a.m. But honestly, sometimes I'd end up sleeping around 1 or 2 because I'd want to talk to my friends more or watch a couple more episodes and then I'd end up waking up at 8 or 9 a.m. But generally, the time frames didn't gravitate too much. Then I'd freshen up, stretch and do yoga before heading downstairs in the morning I'd make my daily green tea, black of course, while making breakfast. I'd catch up on texts and news while eating. Then I'd make a list of three or more tasks to do, well, three or four for the day, and then I'd use the timer method to power through the day. I'll go over the timer method for a little bit, don't worry. And um, I'd take breaks to cook and eat throughout my day of doing tasks using the timer method. And sometimes I might skip a task if I had more time to do it later on in the week. If, like, my friends and family wanted to do something together because balance is key and it's important to have room to go and spend time with the people that matter the most for you. Then after working for most of the day, I'd work out, shower, and chill in my room. You know the drill. Um, Text and talk to friends, Netflix and chill by myself, cry over poems and storylines for novels, and then knock out. So after having talked about what made me realize the importance of discipline in my own life and just going over what my everyday routines might look like, there's just some things that I've realized that I think would benefit you guys if you kept them in mind. And just remember that I'm not an, I'm not a mental health care provider, but I am someone who's gone through things and of course I can't disclose um, too much about my mental health because that's just another topic. But um, I'm someone who's gone through things and I've had some really long lows that have really impacted my life. And these are some things that have really helped me get back into the rhythm of my life and have genuinely contributed to me getting better over time. And so I just felt like that's why it was important for me to talk about them. And if it helps you even a little bit, then I'm glad you're listening. So some things that I've learned and have kept in mind is that you should try to limit your to-do list to three or more tasks. Sorry, I keep saying more. Three or four tasks because otherwise you'll get overwhelmed and be harder on yourself when you can't get everything done. And like you can always add more tasks if you have spare time. And like while I was scripting this episode, I realized it only took me um, 25 minutes to write it. So I added a couple more things on in my agenda. Um, make sure that you make time for things that you love, like hobbies, friends, and family. Make sure to mark off specific times, like, oh, later on at this hour in the evening, I'm going to watch my show or I'm going to like FaceTime this friend. Because trust me, not having enough time to do what you want to do outside of work or school isn't good for your mental health. It's important to make time and room in your life for those things that really keep you going, you know, like things that make you excited and not stressed about your future, okay? 
And if you're not feeling well or you're having a bad day, it's okay to not get everything done on your list. Just make sure that you're aware of your timelines and you give yourself a break where you can and relax and do a pick-me-up if you need to. Your work is important, but so is the state of your mind. So as I was talking about earlier, I use the timer method. And the timer method goes like this. I set the timer to 35 minutes and then I work until it rings and then I take a 5 to 10 minute break and I'm timing all of this and then I work for another 35 minutes and then I keep repeating this until my tasks for the day are done and I take longer breaks to eat and make meals so yeah How self-discipline helped me Without a routine, I'm a mess. I wake up at odd hours of the day and I sleep at odd hours of the day. I feel mentally disorganized as well. My room tends to be a mess, I tend not to eat enough, and my room looks like a tornado went through my clothes. Keep in mind that, again, I'm not a mental health care provider, but just someone like you who's gone through some shit, you know? So I'm just trying to pass on what I've learned and connect with anyone who may need to hear what I, what's helped me. When I have a routine and I stick to it, I feel more ready to get through my day. I may still be dealing with things in my mind, but at least the things I have to get done don't feel as daunting. That being said, if I'm genuinely not feeling well, I will lessen the tasks I need to complete for the day and engage in self-care and self-soothing. The timer method helps me because it's hard for me to process and keep track of time. By sticking to and using the timer method, I'm aware of my time and how it's being used. I was inspired by the 100 days of productivity challenge. Search up the hashtag 100 days of productivity or Google um, 100 days of productivity challenge to see what I mean. Um, Essentially, you do at least one task a day, whether it's drawing a sketch, making a meal, doing homework, anything. And the challenge revolves around doing something each day and it helped me figure out what those things were that I wanted to do every day. Having a routine ensures that I have designated time to do everything I want. I want to make sure I have time to do skincare, to write poems, and to watch my favorite TV shows, while still completing my tasks, eating enough, and commuting in and out of school and work. I hope that some of my experiences help you figure out what routine you want for yourself. Remember, it's never too late to make changes in your life. You don't even need a starting time. Go and do it now, tonight. Go and grab life by the back of its wrinkled shirt and get those dreams in reach. I can do it, so can you. Go team. Love, Sandeep.